0: her pain and strife she don't want no unsteady relationship one way a rock like a rocking ship one love that steady as can be one that brings back memory she want a good life no man to cause her pain and strife she say she want a good life no man to cause her pain and strife strife. she's been in and out of love future is secure for all life long. She want a good life, no man to cause her pain and strife. To say she want a good life, no man to cause her pain and strife. Well, she is a sweeter than Cleopatra. She's got style, she's got class. Any man would want to pass, but cause her pain and strife. She want a good life. No man to cause her pain and
1: strife.
0: She says she want a man to settle down. Not a man who want a girl in a every town. She want a man to treat her right. Not a man who want to come in late at night. She want a good life. No man to cause her pain and strife. She says she want a good life her pain and she's been a hidden doctor full of things and she says she must confess, she's been used and abused, but there's no more time to lose, oh no, because she won a good life, no man to cause her pain and strife. to say she won a good life, no man to cause her pain and Steady relationship one way I rock like a rocking ship Want a life as steady as can be One that brings back memory She want a good wants life No want to cause her pain and stress She want a good life No one to cause her pain and stress Of coffee then I go I stopped sending flowers to your apartment You said you weren't around much anymore Yeah I stopped dropping by without an appointment Cuz I heard laughter coming through your door Late at night you still call me Before you close your eyes to sleep Yeah I made a vow that I would drop by some But that's a promise I can't keep Cause I love you too much to ever start liking me Leave the story at the end No I love you too much to ever start liking you So don't expect me to be your friend No You act so happy
2: See you. Good morning to all of our listeners tuned in on Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Westchester and Mount Vernon. Of course, a huge good morning, or pleasant good morning, I should say, to our listeners who are logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, and Everyone logged on to jannoradio.com. Of course, I you know I have to say good morning to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. It's Thursday, August 4, 2022. Seems as though the year just started yesterday. We're already here. Blink, and it's December. It's Retro Thursday, hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday. We're playing songs from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s today we're doing it in roots rock reggae style thank you so much for joining me for coffee and toe world news on the go every monday through friday starting at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views You can follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, M I Media Moments on Instagram, Moments on the score with on the score me on the score media. And we're also on TikTok, Moments with Me Media. Hope you're having a wonderful week so far. It's Friday Eve. I like to say weekend Eve, kind of get you in the right mindset, right frame of mind to have a great weekend.
0: Baby! A promise I can't keep I love you too much to ever start you. So let's leave the. Story
2: and here are the headlines. It's time for us to get into the headlines. Here are the headlines we have coming up for you today. China fires missiles in unprecedented drills around Taiwan. Zelensky urges China Z to help end Russia's war in Ukraine inside a 700-year-old groom market in India's Bihar State. In news out of North America, captive girl escapes home police find two bodies. Arab-American teenager beaten by police released to his parents. U.S. President Biden signs new executive order on abortion rights. We have, in my opinion, Western media and the war on truth in Ukraine. In business and tech news, Americans are pulling up credit or piling up credit card debt as they struggle to keep up with the high cost of living recall notice NUK nuke baby bottles sold exclusively on amazon in health and science news rare type of galaxy dazzles a new web telescope image in sports news, Russian prosecutors seek nine and a nine-and-a-half-year sentence for grind-up. NBA veteran Iman Shumpert arrested at Dallas Area Airport on marijuana possession charges. Three from Sri Lankan team go missing at the Commonwealth Games. In the Caribbean corner out of Belize, government declares state of emergency as gang war flare, warfare. Flare up. Nine-year-old St. James Twin reported missing in Jamaica and also out of Jamaica. Prime Minister says pricey Ruth Van Tower's apartment will go on. In sports out of the Caribbean under 20 world champs, Tina Clayton strikes gold in the national junior record our latin american stories argentina's new economic minister promises to stop printing money rescuers in mexico battle to free 10 trapped coal miners peruvian prime minister resigns amid investigations into president castillo Uh, haven't we been hearing a lot about um leaders of countries resigning this year a lot of confusion going on and believe it or not stories new jersey mother convicted of murdering her toddler allegedly because he was an obstacle to her cheating man charged with attempted murder after shooting mcdonald's employee who gave his mom cold fries houston uber driver charged with murder after killing a pastor in road rage incident all white force police force that is quits after a black woman is named town manager. And in entertainment news, Wendy Williams doubles down on her marriage claim, saying, I'm married. I don't care who knows it. Well, we're gonna return with the details of these stories and more. After this break, here's a little bit more of the roots rock and reggae. As it, you know, we enjoy hashtag TBT throwback Thursday retro Thursday.
0: Much to ever
2: Here's another one from Romaine Virgo Gotta squeeze this one in and then we'll get right into the details One thing about Roots Rock Reggae, these songs will never go old
3: (laughs) Oh, oh and boss it when we fall, you know see them no kin them me a youth Boss it all when sun is shine. Oh You not know, see, you know see here yeah. I'm being juvenile I'ma like the big guns out that street I then my boss it up boss it up oh. Where them get it from? Nobody know. Them father was a killer. Oh, Well, I seem seems them grow. Oh, I know me can No matter me try to do it, me can't sleep. Be a bear gun shot a beat. Me can't sleep. No matter me. of the streets <laughs> them are youth on the play no. every single day them have it when them waste and if you talk too hard and them shoot off the fence no, tell me what a want no. me a to keep it calm cause the real know a real and a kick up and a gwan, it's like a gun stamp no. me can't sleep no matter what me try if you do it Yesterday's dream I fear gun shots I beat make your sleep me know my time me try to be with make your sleep I feel no blood in the streets bring back Jamaica, maker in a time when everything was fine as all the trains on my tribe to show love it seems like the rest of them blind all rude boys, the must have gone Put on the glock on the, the nine Cause you do no kill me, such in no a mass round And done the whole place, in a go down Me, me can't sleep No matter sleep. how me try to yeah. do it make can't sleep Up here, gunshot a beat make can't yeah. no sleep No matter yeah. how me try to do it make can't sleep
2: Gotta say thank you to all our listeners tuned in on Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Westchester, and Mount Vernon. I'll be with you until the top of the hour. Thank you to all our listeners. logged on to QMZRadio.com, Janoradio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee in Tall World News on the Go. Every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m., to 12 p.m. Eastern where I read the news and we share our views. It's Retro Thursday. Hashtag TBT. Throwback Thursday. We're playing music from the 80s, 90s and early 2000s. Roots rock reggae style. And now it is time for us to get into the details and we are starting off with International news. Not surprised after this hearing this one, China fires missiles in unprecedented drills around Taiwan. The story comes to us courtesy of Al Jazeera. China has fired several ballistic missiles into the waters around Taiwan as it launched large-scale military exercises in response to U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to the self-ruled island. Chinese state media said the live-fire drills in six areas around Taiwan got underway at noon local time on Thursday and will continue until the same time on Sunday. Senior Colonel Shi Yi, spokesman for China's Eastern Theater Command, said in a statement carried by state media that rocket forces in multiple locations on the mainland launched several types of missiles into designated waters of the eastern coast of Taiwan. The missiles carried conventional warheads, and all of them hit their targets Accurately, he said, adding that the aim of the drills was to test the precision of the weapons and ability to deny an enemy access to or control of an area. The Taiwanese Ministry of Defense confirmed the launches, identifying them as Dongfeng-class ballistic missiles. It said the weapons were fired into waters in the northeast and the southwest of taiwan at about 1:56 p.m local time which is 5 56 gmt so that would be what uh 12 or 1 56 our time <laughs> and condemned the exercises as irrational actions that undermine regional peace i can't say i'm surprised i really can't say um <clears throat> so everything is th- there's a ripple effect here right so Nancy went, respectfully, Nancy Pelosi went. She, she, you know, she, and of course, Biden said she has the right to go if she wants to go. Um, wow. Um, went against their wishes. And it has triggered a ripple effect. Yesterday, we, we mentioned that the article that was highlighted that you, if you, for the want of a better term, sanctions have been imposed, trade sanctions have been imposed. Um, with Taiwan excuse me right as it relates to the construction industry the importation of sand right Taiwan not able to import sand from China and they need sand for the construction sector which is a huge sector it's a needed sector right Um, to (sighs) in Taiwan now we have this issue again oceanic life affected unnecessarily we need to stop and understand for a second that every decision we make there's a there there is an effect there is a you know there's going to be something behind it they always say for every action there's a reaction right whether it's good or bad well here we go China did say they're not playing well Zelensky urges China Xi to help end Russia's war in Ukraine. This is also courtesy of Al Jazeera. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky has appealed for direct talks with China Xi Jinping as he urged Beijing to use its political and economic influence on Russia. To help end the war in his country, Zelensky told the South China Morning Post in an interview published on Thursday that he has been asking for a conversation with the Chinese president since the Russian invasion of Ukraine began in February, but that is, one is yet to take place. Do I see it happening? Ah, I'll leave my comments for later. He said, "I would like to talk directly." I had one conversation with President Jinping that was a year ago. He told the Hong Kong-based newspaper over Zoom, since the beginning of the large-scale aggression on February 24, we have asked officially for a conversation, but we have not had any conversation with China, even though I believe that would be helpful. China, Russia's Most important ally is yet to condemn what Russian President Vladimir Putin has called a special military operation in Ukraine, which he says is aimed at denazifying and demilitarizing the country. The six-month conflict has killed at least 5,327 civilians in Ukraine and forced some 12 million people from their homes. The fighting has also prevented grain from leaving the country, which is known as the breadbasket of the world, worsening food shortages and driving price rises across the globe yes i'm feeling it zelensky and his western allies have called russia's invasion a war of aggression but beijing says moscow was provoked into attacking including due to nato's expansion in europe jinping has previously expressed concern over the conflict in ukraine during a summit in june saying that it sounded an alarm for humanity he gave no indication of how to end the fighting however Earlier in the month, he also spoke to Putin, a leader he has previously called his best friend, and reaffirmed China's support for Russia's sovereignty and security. All parties should push for a proper settlement of the Ukraine crisis in a responsible manner. Well, (laughs) Zelensky told the S. C. M. P. that he understood China wished to maintain a balanced attitude towards the war, but stressed that the conflict began with what he called Russia's unprovoked invasion of Ukrainian sovereign territory. Um, do I believe that China could be influential where Russia is concerned? Yes. Do I believe they're going to do it? No. And here's my reasoning, or my, um, yeah, Here, here's the reason why I'm saying that. Right now, There is tension between China and the U.S. It happened this week. It happened just this week. So China is going to need a little time to think because the problem is there is a mutual problem. And I'm putting the word problem in quotations. And or the common denominator in this situation is the U.S. The Ukraine has an issue with the U.S., being a dominant um, factor in the Ukraine invasion or milit- special military operation. And the US is here again with China in defiance of what China, um, their stipulation and what they said. So I believe the only way China will actually help Russia or reach out to Russia since they're best of friends is if the U.S. agrees to stand down. That, that's my opinion. I may be wrong. I may be very wrong. But that's how the only way I see it. Because right now, both countries, Russia and China, feel that the U.S. is a problem. And I don't see China backing Ukraine. I really don't see it happening. If it does, well, let's see. So for women looking for husbands, you can make your trip to India. Yep. Inside a seven hundred year old groom market in India's Bihar State. Mudhabani, India. That's where you gotta go. Well, that's where the story's coming from. In the scorching heat of a July afternoon in eastern India's Bihar State, a man in his mid thirties nervously stands in the corner of a field. Oh, the men get nervous. Wearing pink shirt and black trousers, he waits in anticipation. It is a big day for him. Nirai Chandraja, 35, has traveled more than 62 miles all the way from Begasurai. I hope I said that right. Begusarai to Mudhubani district in the hope of finding a suitable bride for himself in Saurath, a village famous for its Sabha or annual groom market. Any moment now, Ja expects a girl's family to come to him and start negotiations for a dowry. The aspiring groom stands there on public display with a modest dowry tag of 50,000 rupees, the equivalent of $630. Had I been younger, he said, I could have easily asked for two to three lakh rupees, which is 2500 to $3,700, he told Al Jazeera. Nirhai is a Mithil Brahmin, a subgroup within Hindu Brahmins living in the Mithilankal region of Bihar. The Brahmin community is the dominant social group in the complex Hindu caste hierarchy and has enjoyed historical privileges. Hindu endogamy norms generally restrict marriages within the same clan but encourage alliances within the same caste group. The reasons why such bonds are mostly arranged by the families. Nirhai works as a manager at a factory with a stable income, which he believes makes him a good choice for a husband. Dowry, though illegal in India, is prevalent and has a high social acceptance, especially in Bihar and the adjoining northern state of Uttar Pradesh. Experts estimate the total value of dowry payments in a year in India is $5 billion, equal to India's annual spending on public health. Nearby? About 20 men sit under the trees, calmly discussing the turnout of grooms in this season of Saurat Sabha, which they say is one of the world's oldest matrimonial sites. Though such traditions have largely disappeared in India, the one in Madhubani, part of Bihar's Mithilankal region, seems to have survived modernity. In this unique 700-year-old tradition, the aspiring husbands stand in public display and the male guardians of girls, usually the father or brother, select the groom. Generally, the bride has no say in the process. It is as if the bride's family can just shop for a groom they like if they can pay the required dowry. It is like a groom market. A man who lived in an adjoining village told Al Jazeera, So we can purchase men. That's what it is. You purchase a man. They go on display. Of course, (laughs) when you think about it, you go to the supermarket or you go to the store and you're looking for the finest quality products. Well, so too are the men in India, in the bihar Mithilankal region. So that's where you have to go, ladies, if you're looking for a man. Your family has to go with a dowry, but understand that what is paid for is what you have to stick with no refunds none whatsoever it's for life we, we, we're not talking about love here we're talking about what somebody can do for you and those are the stories from the international scene we're going to be right back with stories out of north america right after a little bit more from the roots rock reggae scene yes it is hashtag tbt throwback thursday retro thursday here on coffee intel stay tuned
3: I'm talking to you. Did you think it might just be a destiny? I'm talking to I you. I might just rise about the edge to gain my victory. Do right, do right, do right.
2: All our listeners tuned in on Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Westchester, and Mount Vernon, and those logged on on FutureFM.net. Thank you also to our listeners listening on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, and everyone logged on to Janoradio.com. Of course, everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me. You're listening to Coffee in Tow, world news on the go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our reviews. It's Retro Thursday, hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday. Music from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. And today we're doing it in boots, rock, and reggae style. And now it's time for us to get into the details of stories out of North America. This one is courtesy of the Associated Press. Captive girl escapes home and police find two bodies, and this is out of Dadeville, Alabama. A 12-year-old girl held captive in a rural Alabama residence escaped and was discovered walking along a road, prompting an investigation that led police to discover two decomposing bodies at the home where she had been kept, authorities said on Tuesday. Jose Paulino Pascual Reyes, 37, was jailed on a kidnapping count. Tallapoosa County Sheriff Jimmy Abbott told a news conference. District Attorney Jeremy Duer said multiple additional capital murder charges were likely. A motorist driving through a rural residential area spotted a child on the road on Monday morning and stopped, authorities said. Court records indicate the child had been drugged and bound but managed to escape. The driver picked up the girl and called 911, prompting an investigation and search that led to police officers finding two decomposing bodies inside the residence where Pascual Reyes lived and the girl was believed to be held, Abbott said. Other people lived at the residence, but no one else was there when police arrived. The man was arrested in Auburn, Abbott said. It wasn't clear what information the girl might have provided to authorities, but Abbott called her a hero. Police did not immediately release the names of the dead people, or a cause of death, and court records did not include the name of a defense lawyer who could speak on behalf of Pascual Reyes. Authorities did not release any information about the girl, including whether she had any relationship to the suspect. She had not been reported missing, the sheriff said. We gave her medical attention. She is now safe, and so we want to keep her that way. Well, why does that sound like something you watch on um. Lifetime or some other show. Sometimes you know there's a blurred reality and you get confused. You know, you're like, Did I see this in a movie somewhere? You can't believe that these things actually happen. So we're gonna wait for more information on that story. Uh our next story comes to us courtesy of Al Jazeera, Arab American teenager beaten by police released to his parents, Hadi Awatela, an American. Arab teenager who was seen in a viral video being beaten repeatedly by police officers while on the ground during an arrest in Oak Lawn, Illinois, has been released to his parents. Video published on social media on Tuesday showed Awatela, a 17-year-old Palestinian-American, walking out of the juvenile detention while using a walking frame after he reportedly suffered from fractures in his face and pelvis, as well as internal bleeding in his brain. Arab American organization said they are demanding that police officers involved in the incident be fired and charged. We're demanding that the prosecutor file charges against the three officers who assaulted him and that they be fired from their positions. Mohamed Sankari, organizer with the Chicago-based Arab American Action Network, told Al Jazeera. On July 27, police dash cam footage and a video captured by a witness showed Awatella, who was sitting in the passenger seat of a car, running from police during what appears to be a traffic stop. The cell phone footage showed police later punching and hitting the teenager in the head and in the legs while he was laying on the ground. Police in Oak Lawn said officers were investigating the smell of marijuana coming from the car and that Awatella was carrying a gun in his bag and had tried to reach for it. They also say their use of force was justified. <sighs> was it justified? Okay, so he was reaching for it. Let us say there was a gun because we don't know, allegedly. And you know, that's the first thing they always say. The fact that you reach for something, they don't know if it's a phone. They don't know if it's a brush. They don't know if it's a pin or an anchor. The fact that you reach for something, it means that you're reaching for a gun. But does that justify them doing what they did to this young man? Number one, he shouldn't have been running. Okay, let us say there is a smoke of marijuana coming from your vehicle i don't think that should be a problem i don't know why we're stopping people for weed the smell of weed when we're trying to get grinder back home i really don't see the point it makes no sense to me absolutely no sense to me why if you smell weed coming from a car someone is smoking it well i get it in the sense you know what let me let me back up i get it you should it should be done at home or in a different space But a lot of people drive and smoke cigarettes. So what's the difference between smoking cigarettes and smoking weed? One kills you, cigarettes guaranteed to kill you. Or (laughs) increase the rate or accelerates (laughs) how quickly you're going to die versus um, weed. From my understanding, right? Based on research, my understanding. I don't see what the problem is. In this day and age, So unfortunately, the young man ran, but it's no reason for you to beat him up. Well, thank God they didn't kill him. I guess we need to be thankful for that. He was not murdered, right? He's alive and they're releasing him to his parents. But I do hope that there is some um, compensation out of this. And I say until they run these cities bankrupt with lawsuits, the the police force, they're not going to get it. That's all I'm going to say on that one. U.S. President Joe Biden has signed an executive order that lays the groundwork for Medicaid to help women seeking abortions to travel between states to obtain access to the procedure. The details of the new order signed on Wednesday are still being worked out. And the administration faces a challenging legal landscape because it is illegal to use federal funding to pay for abortions unless the woman's life is in danger, or the pregnancy is the result of rape or incest. Okay, so the only way you can use federal funding to pay for an abortion is if the woman's life is in danger, the pregnancy is the result of rape or of incest. However, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said the Department of Health and Human Services would invite states where abortion remains legal to apply for permission to use Medicaid funds to provide reproductive health care to women who live in states where abortion is banned. Like Biden's first order signed in July, it is meant to address the recent Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, which opened the door for new restrictions on abortion at the state level. The National Abortion Federation said Wednesday that it has seen more women asking for help traveling to get the procedure in the month after the decision. The organization paid for 76 hotel rooms and booked 52 bus or plane trips, up from only a handful in the same time period last year. Biden's order also calls on health care providers to comply with federal non-discrimination laws and streamline the collection of key data and information on maternal health at the National Institutes of Health and the Centers for Disease Control, and prevention. Biden described the court's decision on abortion as a health care crisis, and he said he wants to make sure every part of the federal government does its part at this critical moment where women's health and lives are on the line. Coming up now, we have, in my opinion, in this article is courtesy of Al Jazeera, written by Marwan Bishara, a senior political analyst at Al Jazeera titled Western Media and the War on Truth in Ukraine. Who is winning the war in Ukraine depends on who is doing the talking. Predictably, Russia says that it is winning as planned, while the United States says Ukraine is pulling a surprise win thanks to its steadfast resistance and Western support. On the face of it, authoritarian Russia cannot be trusted with the facts, let alone the truth about the war while the liberal West inspires greater credibility as it allows for a free and independent inquiry. But in reality, as Chinese military strategist Sun Tsao said, all war for warfare is based on deception. Neither side could nor should be trusted to reduce the fog of war because both are fully engaged in psychological warfare, which is key to winning the overall war in Ukraine. In fact, both sides are propagating their own selective facts and myths while censoring counterclaims, as each needs to maintain an appearance of progress in order to justify big sacrifices in blood or treasure. And both sides need to up the ante in order to harden public resolve behind their goals, which thus far have excluded any serious effort towards a diplomatic solution. Russia hopes to degrade the morale of the Ukrainian resistance and deflate European support for a war that cannot be won, while the U.S. wants to shore up Ukrainian and European enthusiasm for a winnable war, even if privately U.S. officials doubt Ukraine could recover all its occupied territories. While the Russian media has little or no choice but to power to the official line, Western media has a choice but chooses to trust NATO and Pentagon briefs and reports, regardless of their intentions. Take, for example, the declaration of an anonymous, why anonymous, senior Pentagon official that Russia has committed nearly 85% of its military to the war in Ukraine and has removed military coverage from other areas on their border and around the world. Russia still has not figured out how to use combined arms effectively. Russia is taking hundreds of casualties a day. Among Russia's military fatalities have been thousands of lieutenants or lieutenants and captains, hundreds of colonels and many generals. Now, I have no clue if any of this or other such claims are true, and nor do I suspect do the officials propagating it, or the journalists spreading it. But it is out there, shaping the opinions of the public, the elites, and the experts, most of who believe Ukraine is able to pull off some sort of an upset, if not an outright victory against its largely more powerful neighbor. But the Western, and especially Anglo-American media, seems to suffer from short, or should I say selective memory when it takes the official line at face value, as if the official deception during yesterday's wars in Afghanistan, Iraq, or Vietnam has no bearing on covering today's war in Ukraine. In 2019, the Washington Post newspaper revealed that senior U.S. officials, failed to tell the truth about the war in Afghanistan throughout the 18-year campaign, making rosy pronouncements they knew to be false and hiding unmistakable evidence the war had become unwinnable. In other words, they lied. But media outlets, think tanks and influential pundits continued to rely on these officials even after it was revealed that they have also lied about another war the Iraq War, which was also fought on false pretense and fabricated evidence. Official deception was even worse during the Cold War. For example, the Pentagon Papers, published about half a century ago, revealed that the U.S. government was guilty of an enormous cover-up regarding the terrible losses in the Vietnam War, which led to some 55,000 American and more than a million Vietnamese deaths. Any expectation that U.S. media and the public's trust in the government's take on wars was forever diminished turned out to be premature, as official lies about the dirty wars in Asia and Central America continued to be widely reported as facts. Even today, as U.S. Special Operation Command covertly deploys special forces across Africa to fight quote-unquote shadow wars, it blatantly preaches free and transparent press, one does not know whether to laugh or cry. So it is no surprise that governments, whether autocracies or democracies, lie about wars for tactical or strategic reasons. In fact, there is a fancy name for it, stratagem, which means to deliberately send untrue signals to unsettle the enemy while reassuring one's own side. What is shocking is how the free press, and that's in quotation, in the free world, also in quotation, which to its credit has helped reveal much of the official deception in the past, as in the Pentagon Papers and the Afghan Papers, is adamant about echoing and amplifying the official line as if it were complicit in the war. Watching journalists and pundits in respected American and British journals exhaust the synonyms of fascist evil and dangerous to describe Russia's Putin with little or no attempt at balance or objectivity. One is inclined to believe that Western media has largely enlisted in NATO's crusade against Putin's Russia until victory. But what does victory entail here? Liberating all of Ukraine or weakening Russia to the extent it no longer threatens other European countries? The difference cannot be overstated because NATO's ultimate objective is to defeat Russia and deter China from following in its footsteps, regardless of the price for Ukraine. That is why both sides seem adamant to continue the fight, regardless of the cost. Russia hopes time will force a weakened Ukraine and a wobbly Europe to blink first and eventually back down, and the U.S. is keen on Ukrainians fighting on regardless of whether a victory is achievable as long as the war exhausts the Russian military and weakens its economy. It is betting that Putin's Russia will crack in Ukraine, just as the Soviet Union imploded after a decade-long war against the U.S.-supported armed uprising in Afghanistan. But then again, Ukraine is no Afghanistan. Not in an irrelevant way, and Russia does not view it as a disposable geopolitical asset. So, even if Ukraine has in fact managed a surprise upset against the invading Russian forces and forced Moscow into an unexpected war of attrition, it remains far from certain that it could maintain its counteroffensive for another six months, let alone another six years. The ongoing battle for Kherson may provide a clearer signal about where things are heading, but as long as Western military support remains robust but defensive in nature so as not to risk a nuclear confrontation with Russia, Russia, expect the destructive war of attrition to continue in the medium run or reach a tense stalemate at best, not any form of a decisive victory for either side. Did someone say diplomacy? That was, in my opinion, Western Media and the War in Truth in Ukraine, courtesy of Al Jazeera, written by Marwan Bishara, Senior Political Analyst at Al Jazeera. Deception is at the heart of all warfare. The views and opinions of Marwan Bishara do not reflect the opinions or views of FutureFM.net, FutureFM 98.9, QMZRadio.com, Janorader.com. Or Moments With Me Media. I will say this. Article, the read, a little extensive, but very in-depth. And pretty much every point that was eloquently stated, well penned, are points that we have highlighted right here on Coffee and Joe, Points that we have discussed. So, Yeah. We say this all the time, right? It's a matter of perspective. And who is relating the story? Everybody's going to tell the story to come across as the victim. But if we zone in the lies, zone in on the lies, the myriad of times that we've been misled, Can make us doubt every word that's being said to us those of us who are willing to think those of us who are not afraid to challenge what is presented those of us who have good memories those of us who know how to source data and go back in the past and recollect if we don't care to do all of that, we will take whatever is hurled at us, right? But, again, I will say this. I'm grateful for 2020. I am grateful for the COVID. While there were many lives lost, in every bad situation, we have to find some good. And the good out of 2020 is that because we were forced to sit still, we were forced to via social media or through um, the television or on radio to hear the same things being repeated over and over and over and over again. We were forced to start using our comprehension skills, the very skills that we hated when we had to do English language or English literature or history, philosophy, or any of those subjects throughout from elementary school through college, right? The very things that forced us, or the teachers and professors who forced us to think for ourselves, well, came in handy. Sure did. And now 2020 has allowed us to have clearer vision, to think a little more, to rationalize a little more, Yes, we may have differing opinions, but at least we can come together with a difference difference of opinions, differing perspectives, and have good conversation. Yeah. Who is lying and who is propelling the truth? Where do we stand? Who really wins and who really loses? Is there any true winner? Or does everyone lose? valid questions and when do the citizens of countries who fund wars yes we fund the wars because we pay the taxes and it's our tax dollars that provide the ammunition the personnel and everything else related to it it's us regardless how you feel we're the ones funding it thank you to all our listeners who tuned in to and Toe on Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Westchester and Mount Vernon. This is Moments with me signing off with you until next week, Thursday, when we meet again, 9 a.m. Eastern. I invite you to continue listening on QMZRadio.com or Jonoradio.com. Come join us for the conversation. Have a wonderful day, folks. Take care of yourselves, whatever you do, wherever you go. Please be safe. You can follow me on Twitter at me, Media Moments, and on Instagram, moments underscore with underscore me, underscore media. Have a good day.
4: I What does it like to get?
2: To all of our listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, JohnORadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with Me, and you're listening to Coffee in Toe World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our reviews. You can follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments. M I Media Moments on Instagram at moments on the score with underscore me underscore media, and you can also find me on TikTok Moments with me Media. It's Retro Thursday hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday music from the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands. Today we are doing it in roots rock reggae style. Coming up right after this, we do have business and tech news. Stay
4: tuned.
2: Positive words right there, Luciana. Thank you so much. Americans are piling up credit card debt as they struggle to keep up with the high cost of living. And this is courtesy of CNN. Americans are piling up credit card debt as they struggle to keep up with the high cost of living. The U.S. household debt surpassed $16 trillion for the first time ever during the second quarter, the New York Federal Reserve said on Tuesday. Even as borrowing costs surge, The New York Fed said credit card balances increased by $46 billion last quarter. Over the past year, credit card debt has jumped by $100 billion, or 13%, the biggest percentage increase in more than 20 years. Credit cards typically charge high interest rates when balances aren't fully paid off, making this an expensive form of debt. The New York Fed said the credit card binge at least partly reflects inflation as prices rise at the fastest pace in more than four decades. The impacts of inflation are apparent in high volumes of borrowing and why New York Fed researchers wrote in A blog post. High inflation is also making it more expensive to carry a credit card balance because the Federal Reserve is aggressively raising borrowing costs. The Fed raised its benchmark interest rate by three quarters of a percentage point last week for the second month in a row. Not only are credit card balances rising, but Americans opened 233 million new credit card accounts, during the second quarter the most since 2008 the new york fed report found high inflation is also forcing consumers to dip into their savings the personal savings rate fell in june to 5.1 percent the lowest since august 2009 the bureau of labor statistics said this week well we wouldn't have to dip into our savings if we were getting some kind of relief we wouldn't have to The money that we're sending to Ukraine to pay people there, the billions of dollars that we're paying in salaries in Ukraine, we could help the people right here in this country. We've been asking for reprieve when it comes to gas, because we know that fuel costs, once those go up, everything goes up. Everything. We've been begging for relief, but nobody's listening to us. So what do you expect? What do people What should people do? Starve? Not not pay the light bill and with the heat wave that's going across the country, people need AC. People still need to be able to get to their jobs. God bless what they can do with the income because <laughs> the nine hundred dollars they were making last week is the same nine hundred dollars they're making this week, but the they were spending on food, this week is $600. So what do you want people to do? Where should they go then? What is the answer? Instead of giving us these numbers and letting us know what we already know, um, financial analysts and economists, how about trying to have an impression on those who are up there to see what they can do for us down here? Because whether or not, they're okay, right? Many of them have businesses outside of getting a federal salary or state salary. A lot of them, they're okay. They're not feeling the crunch of anything. We're the ones feeling it. Our disposable income is shrinking. Salary's not moving. So what do we do? How do we get out of debt? How do we avoid putting ourselves in debt? I'm waiting for an answer because you see the problem. We know what's causing the problem, but nobody cares to address the problem. We can pay other people's salaries in another country, a whole other country's salary, but we can't help the people in this country by subsidizing sending out some checks we it's our money at the end of the day it's our money believe it or not it's ours i don't care you can sit there and say oh all we want is handouts no it's our money isn't that what you want handouts from us and as i'm talking about handouts from us and i know i'm going off on a tangent right here the person who won the 1.2 billion dollars you know how much they're going home with granted let's be grateful But that person didn't win. They were not the only winner. Uncle Sam won with them too. So it's a wee situation. And Uncle Sam is the one who is going home with the bigger bag. Yep. Uncle Sam is going home with an excess of $840 million out of 1.2. While the winner takes home $400 and something million. Shut up and be grateful, they say. You're lucky we get you to take that. But here's the trick to it. I'm finding this out. As I learn, I impart. (laughs) I love TikTok. So if you take the cash option up front, after you have doled out 800 and something, well, not even doled out, you didn't didn't even get the opportunity to to have it in your account and then hand it over to Uncle Sam. No, Uncle Sam came right in. "Ah, That's mine right there. Thank you. Love you. appreciate you. Keep buying them tickets ah that's the american way yeah mm-hmm. so uncle sam got his cut 800 and something million but guess what uncle sam is coming for more if you go for the cash option it ain't done yet folks uncle sam is gonna mm, no 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 yeah we need another slice of that pie right versus taking the weekly payout or the annual payout i think if i remember well with the increments you don't pay additional taxes but if you go for the cash option yeah so chill out all of those who are planning to go after the person who won you know come out of the woodworks and say oh i'm your family i got this oh remember his money ain't his money quite yet okay probably he has nothing left at the end of the day kind of makes you you know what let me say reserve my thoughts let me shut up on that one but yeah back to the debt situation give us a solution so that we don't have to put ourselves in debt how many Americans right now have one year's worth of salary saved up how many realistically People are refinancing homes, trying to get money out of their homes just to be able to pay bills. Does that make sense? And I'm not talking about frivolities. I'm talking about basic bills: light bill, water bill, internet. You know, internet is a is a is a uh, what you call it luxury. It goes under luxury. It, it, It is a necessity, but it's not a necessity, right? But the basic bills, light, water, food. Those three things. People have to be taking out loans to do that. Makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. So while I thank you, um, CNN, for the article, we need to make sure that those who are up there are reading it as well. There's a recall notice. Um, Nook N U K UK baby bottles. They're sold exclusively on Amazon. Uh, there's a recall because of the high lead levels in some of its products. How did this happen? About 100 Nook first choice glass baby bottles were sold in the U.S. and 77 were reportedly sold in Canada. They were designed for newborn to six-month-old babies and were sold exclusively on Amazon. The bottle has white and gray stars on the outside. You can visit the Consumer Product Safety Commission website for more information. In health and science news, the james webb space telescope has paired through cosmic dust to reveal new details and a stunning new image of a rare type of galaxy the space observatory's latest image shows the cartwheel galaxy a ring galaxy located 500 million light years away that formed when a large spiral galaxy and a small galaxy violently collided when galaxies collide they can change in shape and structure In the cartwheel galaxy, which looks a bit like a cartwheel or wagon wheel, a colorful ring surrounds an even brighter inner ring, both of which expand away from the heart of the collision as depicted in the web image. These features are why scientists categorize the card wheel as a ring galaxy, which is much less common than spiral galaxies. Astronomers have gleaned new insights about individual stars and star formation within the chaotic galaxy, as well as the black hole at the galactic center, as a result of Webb's capabilities. The new image reveals more about how the galaxy has evolved over billions of years. Among the hot dust in the Bright in a ring, giant young clusters of stars are forming. I have a question, and if I'm the only one that has asked this question, I guess I'm okay with being weird. Who measures light years? Who came up with this light years thing? That something is looked that we are able to tell. Oh, it's located five hundred million light years away. What, what the heck is that? W- what is light years? who measures it who came up with it and who certified it say yeah 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 we're gonna tell people about light years i'm sorry my brain goes way too fast sometimes
1: (laughs)
5: good morning good morning good morning good morning so i really don't remember science class but i think it has to do with the Amount of time that either the sun rotates around the earth or vice
2: versa. God <laughs> have mercy.
5: Okay. Because so you know they, we're spinning even though it doesn't feel like we're spinning. So they say.
2: So they say, Jeff, I don't even know right now. There are a lot of things I do question. I'm not going to lie. I am not going to lie. I do question a lot of things. It's just that I don't say it. But I do sit down and my my mind goes wandering, right? So I went on Google. One, a million light years. Oh my gosh. Is the equivalent of 5.878625E plus one. What the heck is that? Mile. (laughs) What the heck is 5.879E plus 12? Plus 18, plus. Oh, Lord. In a vacuum, light also travels at the speed of 670,616,629 miles per hour. Who measured that? Who measured that? In one Earth year, Of 364.25 days, which is 8,766 hours, light travels a distance of 5,878, no, 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 I'm lying, 5,878,625,370,000 miles, 9.5 trillion kilometers. This distance is referred to as one night. I still haven't got the answer. Who measured this thing? I'm looking on Google and nobody can tell me that yet
5: <laughs> go to go to um what's that black scientist Neil Grassi I think his name James can you help me with that I know you know okay
2: uh, go to his website
5: you should be able to explain it much better
2: okay so Virginia <laughs> put something in the chat okay for uh, Virginia Frederick Vessel was he at the was he born at the beginning of time was Frederick at the beginning of time? Okay, so let me look him up because I need somebody who is at the beginning of time. He's a German astro- astronomer. He was born July 22nd, 1784, died March 17, 1846. He was an astronomer, mathematician, physicist, and geodesicist. Geodesist, Whatever. Okay. He wasn't born at the beginning of time. <laughs> ah, thank
5: you for making me laugh I needed a laugh this morning Oh my
1: goodness <laughs> oh,
2: Yeah we, yeah. Um, You know something Here's what I'm not going to do I'm not going to wrap my head around it I, born, I was born I'm going to die And everything in between I'm just trying to exist Trying to live here Trying to have a good time <laughs> Trying to do something that I enjoy Everything else is a lot it's a lot and my brain does do over time so who validated him to give him awards the gold medal of the royal astronomical society what if this man just made up things he's a white man what if he just made up things and just shoved it down our throats like a lot of things are done let's be honest and we just go oh yes yes he's onto something who proved him
5: who proved his theories see moments now as soon as I get in the office I'm gonna have to look this stuff up you done messed up my head now
2: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to do that but it's these are the things that go through my head I'm just being honest here I'm always wondering what came first The chicken or the egg. Education can be good and education can be bad. And here's why I'm saying this. The more education we gain is the more we want to know and it's the more we question things. Think about that for a second. It's the more we question things. Some of us, not all of us. Then you have a group of people who are just gullible, who whatever is told to them, they regurgitate without even thinking, right? They give no thought. Oh, I learned this in school, so it has to be a fact. Oh, Professor Bessel said this, so it is this. There is no doubt about it. Why are we going to question Bessel? So that's one group. And then you have us. Ah, Bessel, prove to me. Those who will push you to the limits for you to prove what you're saying. Those of us who don't take things at face value. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you something. You know, we're the problem ones, right? Those who question. Those who, we're considered rebels, radicals. We're considered um, the ones who go against the grain non-conforming isn't it interesting but it's non a lot of times who chart new ways and show us different things yeah but anyway let me not go off too much i digressed in the words of rose solo <laughs> oh my gosh i don't quick break i need some music you're singing melody with say what Baby,
6: some guy, I'm some so know, sorry, baby i so sorry, lady But sorry for I'm you I'm going to treat you I'm going to again Say what, lady, oh yes saying to me Did you mean to tell me It put you down for another And what, lady, oh yes. Show it me You out. He put you out and I'll take you in. And give you love in that a real membrane. So much more I have in store for you. Oh, yeah. If you should ever feel down and out, call me up and I'll take you out. You never knew the sweetness of your love. Oh, yeah. Say what, ladies? Down for another And what? Lay, lay, oh yeah Show me. To me, did you mean to tell me? Put you out for another, then what, lady? Are you saying to. No!
2: all of our listeners logged on to QMZ the quality music zone, Janoradio.com and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me. You're listening to Coffee in Toe, World News On The Go every Monday through Friday 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern where I read the news and we share our reviews. And I don't care if we share Reminder, Radio is having a gift certificate giveaway. And that gift certificate is valued at $5,000. Log on to Instagram, tap into your Instagram account and follow Jano Radio, J-A-H-K-N-O, and enter for a chance to win that $5,000 gift certificate, redeemable at Fontana Pharmacy.
0: When the time sets the sun to the moon, I just don't
2: up we have sports news. Stay tuned.
0: Gone,
2: Thank you everyone for sticking with me. Uh, so I'm reading the chat. Yeah i have a lot of questions and the chat i'm referring to to my listeners on qfz and jano radio is Iran clubhouse um so i'm looking at the chat and i have a lot of questions too as it relates to christianity believe you me i do there are a lot of things i question but here is something that has me stomped for a couple of weeks now i'm not sure if anyone else saw it but i think it was on tiktok or ig i'm not sure which one a four-year-old boy asked his mother, or said to his mother, um, why didn't God get rid of the devil if he knew that the devil was a problem? Why instead did he put up Jesus as a sacrifice? I have not been the same since that. Let me just say that. Meaning... I have been trying to wrap my head around that one. That was a good question. Because when you put it in perspective, when something doesn't sit well with us, what do we do? If something goes bad in our refrigerator, or you have, a, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking I have some popcorn in the pantry, which I need to go and dump because it expired. No, it expires today or it expired yesterday, whatever. But so I need to go dump those. When things expire, what do we do? When things go bad, what do we do? We get rid of them, right? We throw them in the trash. We incinerate them, bury them, right? When our children or even us as adults step out of line. So let's start with children. When our children disobey us what do we do we punish our children right um when we do wrong as adults especially if we go against the um (laughs) especially if we go against what society the laws and rules right that society have put in place we are a problem and what happens to us we have to face incarceration So we're put away. And and in putting us away, we're no longer allowed to interfere, mess, or do anything to hurt anyone else. So the question is, why didn't God do that with the devil? Why didn't he banish him forever to a space or a place where he cannot affect people? And by doing that, everybody would be good, right? Everybody would be good. That four-year-old is smart as heck. I don't have an answer for that question. His mother didn't have an answer for the question. And I'm sure, I, I, I don't know if priests even have an answer for that question. Yes, we have the gift of free will. But that four-year-old child, why didn't God get rid of the devil if the devil was so bad? Why instead did he have Jesus crucified to save us? And we can only be saved if we accept. Go ahead. Someone open their mic. Go right ahead.
5: I wanted to ask in the beginning, the devil. So the devil didn't start out bad, right? No, he did Is not. that the door process. He didn't start out bad. Allegedly. Right? Allegedly. Right? I'm not trying to answer this question. It's just making me think this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Share your thoughts. So, because that one person that was good turned bad, that means that this occurrence can happen again. Okay. Right? And that's as far as I got. <laughs> <laughs> so, Javette, so to even ban, so to even get rid of him does not mean that it wouldn't occur again Okay. as we have more people in the
2: world okay so Javette, let me ask you a question then based on that if we're gonna look at it that way based on that the beginning of time where did evil come from for him to be all of a sudden become an evil entity who created evil
5: i i i personally have not read my
2: bible in that
5: context to really
2: be able to answer
5: that no
2: it's something i've thought about and all because of this four-year-old boy i have thought about this where did evil come from them because if all the angels were good remember all the angels were good there was nothing but good how did this one angel know to become evil? What were, where did those thoughts come from? That you know something? I'm going to be evil because I want to rule too. Where did, and no other angel had those thoughts?
5: But moments, I think good people can have bad thoughts. It's just they may not act them
2: out. Morning,
7: James. Morning, everyone. Morning, Romans. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think the, the problem with the, with the Bible is King James. Ah. <laughs> King James. Yeah. Um. What people don't realize, like the translation from, cause, um, most language, um, scholars said that English is like the worst language known to to known to men Mm -hmm. english i i I don't know if it's true because i'm not i'm not bilingual so but but that's what (laughs) most experts says english is like the dumbest language ever wow yeah most most experts say that and when you translate like hebrew because let me give you a few examples um you know in the king james translation of the bible everything it just seemed like it's a man's world right Yep, facts. Man shall not live by bread, bread alone. alone. Man, this man, that mm-hmm. man, that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was translated to, to 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 the um to English to kind of fit an agenda, right? Because the original translation did not say man. The the, the Hebrew word um described human beings, right? So it's not it's not like it. When, when you translate it, it, it would say, like, humans shall not live by bread alone, not man. But the King James Version, no, because of the, 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 the agenda of the day, you know, it's a man's world. So they, you know, leave out the human being and just put man. So women are not important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, another translation um, um, from Hebrew to, to English um, in one of the commandments that said, thou shalt not kill. They, um, th- that translation was, was messed up too, because it's, it's not the, the, the translation, um, from Hebrew means thou shalt not murder. Cause there's a difference between murder and kill, right? Okay. Yeah. So when you're reading the, the King James version and you're saying thou shalt not kill, That's a different. That's a different. That's a completely different meaning from "thou shall not murder," because if someone, because you know, people use that 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 same um, commandment to say, like, police officers or whatever, or you know, people that 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 do defense type of job um, cannot be Christians because they might end up killing someone. You understand? but they they're saying that because of the translation is, is is it it's messed up you know it's not instead of murder it said kill and so when you when you dissect the entire bible it's it's just a bunch of nonsense and and what happened is because it fits the white agenda right um, one of the scripture in the bible that to me is the most troubling is that a scripture that says, I can't remember where it came from, but it was saying that, um, like, almost like you can't get to God without going through Jesus. Like no one goes through the, no to the one father, comes to the father
2: but through me, yeah. but
7: through me, through Jesus mm-hmm. and Jesus is the white depicted, the white God. So that scripture Christians use that scripture to say, look, You're Muslim, you're Jew, your God is wrong. Look what King James said. King James said if you want to see God, you have to say Jesus. You can't say Selassie and see God. You can't say Mohammed and see God. You can't say you you have to say Jesus and that's the only way. And it so happened that Jesus is the white God. So yeah, it's King James.
2: Hmm. Oh for for the agenda. James, as you said, agenda. Thank you so much for that um, reasoning. So I don't know why I'm sitting here looking up the word fornication. And then, of course, I'm looking up adultery. I didn't know that there were three, that there were five types of adultery. So I guess I'll be sitting at the gate of hell. I don't know. I ain't going in there. Whew, I may be on, or I may be on the warm side of heaven. I don't know. Passionate adultery. Energetic adultery. Mental adultery, visual adultery, and spiritual adultery. Now, let me hone in on mental and visual. (laughs) Lord forgive me, I have sinned many times.
7: Moments Moments. at least, Jimmy will be there
2: beside
8: you. Good morning, Moments. You i'm sorry good morning everyone Lord, A you can read that for, you, for your cousin again please i was writing. and i was
2: taking notes yes yeah, so mm. there are five sorts of adultery you likely don't think about passionate adultery energetic adultery mental adultery visual adultery and spiritual adultery so mental adultery and visual adultery i commit that all day every day can explain the energetic adultery for me. I just want to know which ones I should check off. <laughs> check off all of them. Check off. Of them. Check off every single one of them. Yep. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I just thought that it was actually sexual intercourse with between an unmarried person and a married person, right? That's what I thought. I thought that was it. And fornication was between two people who are not married, right? But I did not know that. Um, yeah. Wow.
7: You know which one is funny? The spiritual adultery. <laughs> Why you
2: said that, <laughs>
7: No, because it, it it proved my point, you know. Like there there shall be no other, other god.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So
7: you're cheating on me with Selassie. So yeah, that one yeah. is interesting.
2: So spiritual adultery, and I'm way off here, is having an undue fondness for the things of the world. Right. So, it's the things we choose to worship on world, and it goes in the world, the material things, the lust and. The desire for these things, our focus, making things our focus, and not God our focus. So yes, James, unfaithfulness to God. So um, visual adultery. You you know, I, <laughs> Lord, forgive me. I have sinned. Woo! I need to live in confessional. Um yeah i'm gonna have to live in confessional there's no other way for it for me visual adultery is conferring adultery with your eyes it's regularly misdirecting and simple for those doing it to not consider genuinely in light of the fact they're not conferring to physical demonstration so it's seeing the person and i know i've said tomorrow and i'm like i wonder what that person is liking bed (laughs) so there goes visual adultery but is it adultery if i say to Marlon that hey i wonder what it's like having sex with that person
5: is it is it still daytime i'm i'm confused
2: we're learning here we're learning we're learning because acquiring minds we need to learn right and i know i'm going off on a tangent but i'm sorry one more one more because rosola wants to know what is what energetic adultery yeah let's see what that is Oh gosh. Uh, Oh Lord. What, what do I do? What am I going to do? Who on this earth is without sin? Please somebody tell me who on this earth is without sin. If we follow this examples of energetic adultery includes inappropriate thoughts, visualizing about a person other than your partner. Oh Lord, we are going down fantasizing about other people as you're sleeping with your partner. So, what about spicing up your relationship visiting certain places knowing that a person you're sexually attracted to will be there seeking eye contact with someone you're not- oh lord have mercy okay oh jesus we all i'm just gonna stay, inside. <laughs> I'm just gonna stay inside. <laughs> stay inside
5: because obviously i'm doing everything
2: wrong i'm in a i don't want the lord to you know i don't I'm think it's t- staying inside rasoli your I thoughts are there guess your, guess there, your but... mental adultery is gonna be there <laughs> I said, I
8: to at the my boy look nice i flirt
2: i don't know what to do <laughs> lord, help us. okay I'm bye Ooh, we have issues we have work to do folks we have work <laughs> I don't know why I went down that rabbit hole this morning. Wow. Yes, Virginia, it's over for all of us. In my book, it's all over. (laughs) Well, if it's any um, comfort, I do confess my sins to my husband. All my dirty thoughts, I because it james the bible also tells you confess you know that confess your sins one to another is just for catch people still <laughs> I'm confess your sins one to another so that you may be forgiven i catch them when i catch people when they put that in that the bible still enough yeah then why you confess your sins and so i can't incriminate you but i do confess my sins to my husband <laughs>
7: Uh, moments, is he in a box when you're confessing it?
2: No, I'm mean, going to need the box. <laughs> <laughs> but i need the people in a box because they have issues too. <laughs> oh gosh, Russian prosecutors asked the court outside Moscow to sentence American basketball star Britney Griner to nine and a half years in prison as closing arguments in her cannabis possession trial were made on Thursday. You know, they're way ahead of us today. The trial is nearing its end, nearly six months after Grine is arrested at Moscow airport and subsequent detention, a case that has reached the highest levels of United States, U.S.-Russia diplomacy. She faces up to 10 years. Well, 10 years if convicted, yeah, because she's done six months already, so the other nine and a half will make it 10. Although a conviction appears almost certain, Given that Russian courts rarely acquit defendants, and Greiner has acknowledged having vape cartridges with cannabis oil in her luggage, judges have considerable, considerable latitude on sentencing. Lawyers for the Phoenix Mercury Center and a two-time Olympic gold medalist have pursued strategies to bolster Griner's contention that she had no criminal intent and that the canisters ended up in her luggage due to hasty packing. They have presented character witnesses from the Russian team that she plays for in the WNBA offseason, along with written testimony from a doctor who said he prescribed her cannabis for pain treatment. A lawyer on Griner's defense team, Maria Blagovolina, argued that Greiner brought the cartridges with her to Russia inadvertently and only used cannabis as medicine and only while in Arizona, where medical marijuana is legal. A prosecutor, Nikolai Vlasenko, argued that Greiner packed the cannabis oil deliberately. It's not clear when the verdict will be announced. If she does not go free, attention will turn to the high-stakes possibility of a prisoner swap. So while we're there fighting to free her and rallying behind her, I need us to set drop charges against Iman Schubert, right? NBA veteran Iman Schubert was arrested over the weekend after marijuana was found in his bag at a Dallas area airport. TMZ reports that police arrested Schubert after TSA screeners found a plastic bag with a green leafy substance in his bag, which he admitted was weed. Police confirmed the substance weighed 6.12 ounces and tested positive for marijuana after conducting a mobile test. The Dancing with the Stars champion was scheduled to board an L.A.-bound Delta flight prior to the arrest and reportedly expressed concerns about missing his trip to visit his daughter. He was arrested without incident and then hit with a state jail felony charge, which means if convicted, the 32-year-old could face up to two years in prison and get fined $10,000. Cops say a Glock magazine and fourteen nine millimeter rounds were also found in his bag. But here is this. Here is it. Here it is. No gun was present. Hmm. <laughs> why are y'all trying to always make us look bad? Why are you gonna say that they, a Glock magazine and 14 nine millimeter rounds were found in his bag, and there was nothing in his bag of the sort? Am I gonna wake sir? Why? Why try to pin charges or or? pin something on this man that not 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 when are we gonna stop
5: wait you can't you can't travel with bullets
2: just the bullets i don't know but they're saying that a glock magazine i i don't know
5: yeah like uh, so i mean i know you, i know you can't travel with a gun but, but he just had the
2: bullets all he had was the bullets i don't know i don't know i really don't know but why are we holding him for 6.12 ounces of weed while we're trying to get Griner home does that make sense goes back to what elon musk said we're busy fighting to get grinder home why aren't we busy releasing people here who are held for minor, m- minor amounts of weed? Why not? Come on, America. Come on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, as Javette, you probably want to look that up in Texas because he was held at, at the airport in Dallas. Are you allowed to go through customs and immigration, TSA, with bullets? No gun probably need to look that up javette
5: yeah i'm gonna have to
2: but remember the guy up in washington dc you remember that one where he went through with how many how much um weapons and um ammunition and nothing happened to him Make, make, make things make sense to me in this country. Please make things make sense. And I remember someone making a comment when we read that article today, sounds about white and yes, they were just about right. <clears throat> so what's the difference? Excuse me. What is the difference? I don't get it.
7: Yeah, I I I think the the Britney grinder thing, I think they made a mistake with um like um responding to it. Like even um the president because yeah, it it it's so hypocritical because a lot of a lot of Americans are in prison for for, for um for possession. You know? So mm-hmm. I think that they made a mistake <clears throat> like you know, Russia is obviously using it like as a political um tool to get to get their prisoner out. I think like Biden shouldn't have addressed it and shouldn't make it like this big media firestorm. And just because now Biden is going to look stupid because oh. she is coming out and the Russian prisoner is going to return to Russia. And he's going to look stupid because it's, it's public. You know, they could have done that behind the scene and don't make like this big public spectacle of it and give Russia what they want and, and you know, take her or just tell her to stay and, and do the 10 years or whatever. I, I I don't know. But I don't think he should have responded because knowing that um, America has more people in prison than any other country in the world for <laughs> possession, so it just seemed too hypocritical.
2: <laughs> but isn't that what the Russian foreign minister said? Um, isn't that what the Russian foreign minister said, James? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's what he said. The Sri Lankan team... The Sri Lankan team oh, has asked its athletes. Yes. Who is that? Okay, go ahead. Who was that?
9: Oh, that. oh
2: Nouvelle, I was going to
9: say.
5: <clears throat> oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Is, yeah. Go yeah, ahead,
9: I just, to, I just wanted to say good morning to everybody very quickly and just to kind. Of- now, weighing on the topic at hand. I think um, there has to be a certain amount of personal accountability involved because whenever you're traveling from one country to another, different countries have different rules and regulations and laws in place as it pertains not only firearms and how they're transported, but as well as the ammunition. For instance, there's a lot of people that um, in order for them to drive from whenever, wherever they're driving from to move to Alaska, they have to cross the Canadian border right and there's a show there's a show on tv right called border patrol and they talk about it and they highlight it all the time what happens is that you're not allowed to have certain um uh, guns right as well as ammunition and it has to be stored in a different type of way whenever you're crossing into the canadian border you understand my dude okay so in the show it shows people that yo like sarah coast you know most of the time them just like you know issue a fine educated person because you know what i'm saying if you move into alaska you're going to need guns they got bears over there you know what i mean like and that's what people are moving there for the outdoors experience but you know um that i i bring up i bring up that point just to say this that even though you know i'm saying our gun laws are very very tight. It's not to the extent where someone's looking at major jail time You understand my dude? Like, it would have to be something very serious Like the gun came back dirty And like there's a body on it and blah, whatever But if a legal firearm have all your permits And everything is stored properly, right? Then you can get through If not, then make God go with you Because you know, the government going to tax you, fine you Make a note of things So that way the next time you're traveling through You know better And then at that point they also reserved the right to ban it from coming into the country for a minimum of, I think, must like five years or whatever, right? No, I'm not too familiar what's going on in Russia in terms of how stringent they are when it comes to guns and ammunition.
2: And- oh, the Russia them- situation, no. Russia is grinding with the cannabis. The gun situation is a man traveling from Dallas to L.A. Oh, but so there was, there was the the no United gun, States right, right. America? And a man didn't have okay. a gun. What a man had was 6.12 ounces of marijuana and, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, 14 9mm rounds
9: right, in a Glock see.
2: magazine. He didn't have a gun. He had the rounds, right. they say, and they, they say allegedly, and I, I, whatever, and
9: yeah,
2: it, it, yeah. and
9: he's looking at jail time for that he's not just looking at a fine for like improper storage or whatever ten thousand
2: dollar fine and two years in prison
9: yeah he's not gonna go to jail he just has to pay the fine you can lie it out or whatever but yeah you see i'm I'm, i never knew that because i i I thought like i guess it kind of makes sense because some some states have more stringent gun laws than others right i get that But I
2: think the issue we were trying to highlight, though, uh, is the hypocrisy when it comes Mm. to weed in this country that you're here. You are fighting for Griner to be released because Mm -hmm. of the cannabis. And you're saying it was accidental, blah, 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 blah. And that she uses it for its medical marijuana. What's going on? But yet you have people here who are locked up for the similar or lesser offense. For the same thing, the hypocrisy.
9: There's a huge huge hypocrisy behind it. There's a huge hypocrisy behind it, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, my whole thing still is, and again, I agree with you, but my only little bit of spice in the sauce is that if I'm traveling to a country, Zine, and they have certain rules and regulations that they don't play around, like for instance, you know, the Philippines, or, like, New Zealand or Thailand or China or some of these countries that are Saudi Arabia where they have the actual death penalty, like, they shoot people in the streets still. You understand what I'm saying to
1: you?
9: Yeah. To make sure that when I'm traveling to that country, I know, all right, cool, you know what? I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to bring that and blah, whatever. Right. Because I can tell you wholeheartedly that Justin Trudeau is not coming to save me in Saudi Arabia. You understand what I'm saying to you? So, if I know a boy, I'm going to make a flex and go to like the Philippines and they don't ramp down there when it comes to drugs. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ganja is very serious down there. Same way in, um, I think like Indonesia, people get life in prison. When it comes to certain drug charges. So all I'm simply saying is that like, you know what I'm saying? I feel bad for homegirls still because at that age it's kind of rough. Yeah. I think, I, think, I think the sentence is too much. You see my dude? But now they're gonna use it as a political thing to try and make a prison swap. So you don't know the thing. Yes. But the yes. reason why the, the Ganger thing will always be like this for a, a a long time is because there's way too money, too much money being generated from it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Remember that there's there's no money, there's no profit in peace, you know. There's only profit in war. See you yeah. War on drugs, building bombs, arming police, all in the nickel thing that says, so uh, you know what I mean? It's a machine. But that's yeah. that's my little two cents. I appreciate all you taking the right. time.
2: Thank and you Diana. so much, Newville. Appreciate it. The Sri Lankan team has asked its athletes and officials at the Commonwealth Games to turn in their passports after three members went missing. though they're pulling what the Haitians did in Orlando. The nation, which is facing a huge economic crisis, confirmed late Wednesday that a wrestler, a judoka, and a judo coach have disappeared from one of the village's housing athletes and officials. Sri Lankan team spokesperson Gobinath Sivaraja. And i hope i said his name right told the telegraph in india that birmingham police are investigating the absence of three members we have asked all athletes and officials to submit their passports to our respective venue officials in all the villages after the incident the police are investigating and the three cannot cross the uk borders what has happened is really unfortunate at the last games on the australian gold coast in 2018 Almost one-third of the Cameroon team went missing after the event. Rwanda's weightlifting coach also fled during a toilet break at the host stadium. It was reported at least 230 athletes and officials lodged applications for protection visas in Australia after the event. But the majority were denied. Everybody looking for um, reprieve one way or another, however they can get it. And now it's time for the Caribbean Corner. You know, Javette, I don't know if they ever found the Haitians. I highly doubt it. I think if they did, we'd have got an update. Uh, I haven't heard anything yet. That's still out there. They're still, I don't even know if they're still looking. <laughs> Our first story out of the Caribbean corner comes from Belize. Government declares a state of emergency as gang warfare flare up. Police have detained 31 active gang members as the authorities declared a state of emergency to quell gang warfare in the Lake Independence area that occupies portions of western and southern Belize City. Police said that those detained belonged to the PIV and Bacalands gangs that have been embroiled in a bitter feud for several years. The authorities said tension between both gangs led to a spate of shootings, including the death of Darian Banks last Saturday in the wake of the execution of Alaric Smith, another known street figure, a state of emergency was hastily called into effect for that community. Mr. Smith had just exited Love FM's studio when he was ambushed by two men in a silver equinox. He was fatally shot and the persons managed to escape in the said vehicle. This is according to police commissioner Chester Williams. Since then, We've been doing a lot to establish the identity of those persons who were in that particular vehicle. No arrests have been made. All right. And our next story, courtesy of Jamaica Observer, nine-year-old St. James twin reported missing. A high alert has been activated for nine-year-old twin Yahamalit and Tiwa Risa. Wholeness of Norwood St. James, who have been missing since Tuesday, June 14. And I'm just going to shorten the names. I do apologize. Yaha and Tiwa are of brown complexion, slim build, and are about four feet tall. Reports are that both Yaha and Tiwa were last seen at home. Their modes of dress at the time when they went missing are unknown. All attempts to locate them have failed. Anyone knowing the whereabouts of Yaha and Tiwa? is being asked to contact the Montego Bay Hills or the Montego Hills Police or call 119 or go to the nearest police station. I do hope they find these young boys. Um, It's so so sad. Children are going missing too often. This should not be happening. And what I don't like is that we're not hearing follow-ups as to what's the outcome. It says though you know seven days they say seven day news right you hear about it for seven days and then that's it done gone nobody cares anymore. I hope they find these young children, and it's odd that both of them are missing. Also out of Jamaica, courtesy of Jamaica Loop News, Pri- Prime Minister says Pricey Ruth Van Tower's apartment will go on. Um. <laughs> Prime Minister Andrew Holness has announced that the government will be moving ahead with Phase 2 of the controversial controversial National Housing Trust, NHT, Ruthven Tower's apartment complex in New Kingston. In fact, Holness is recognizing that the decision could risk his own popularity, has asserted that persons from all walks of life and income brackets should be able to purchase their house despite the cost. There should be no reason why someone who can afford a 4 to $8 million home not get the opportunity to buy his home. There is no reason, just as long as we are ensuring that the man who can only afford an $8 million home gets his too, declared Holness. He was speaking at Wednesday's handing over of Ruthven Towers Phase 1. In December, Holness had directed NHT to re-evaluate Phase 2 of the Ruthven Towers apartment complex, as well as its participation in the segment of the housing market targeted at upscale developments. This was due to public backlash in November last year after applications opened. For the purchase of apartments the unit cost for the high-rise apartments for which phase one is under construction ranges from 27.7 million to 37.7 million dollars the apartments were in 2018 proposed to sell for 16 to 22 million but after a review the prices increased The NHT defends its pricing strategy, citing the cost of construction inputs as well as global challenges which have increased the cost of housing. On Wednesday, Holness said that after the public backlash over the apartments, the NHT and officials from the office of the Prime Minister, including himself, had to take a serious look just to ensure that these projects fit within the given mandate which is to build 70,000 houses for persons, including those described as lowest income. I say go ahead with it. And here's why, and I know, I know, I'm okay with the bullets, the shots, I'm okay. Here's why I say go ahead with it. From an investment perspective, you have to have a wide range of inventory. You cannot just facilitate to one sector alone. And when you facilitate the high-end right, you are able to generate revenue to build more low-end or to build more homes and make them affordable for those on the lower end of the spectrum. It's a smart business move, in my opinion. That's what I would do. If my goal as a developer is to um, be able to put up housing Let's say I want to put up 10 houses for low income. I'm going to build out one or two houses. I'm going to build one or two houses, sell them at the high end, which will give me a net profit to be able to put up the 10 houses. It's very strategic. I don't knock him for it, and I don't blame him. If somebody wants a $48 million home, let them get a $48 million home. I don't see a problem with that. I don't know why people were up in arms about it. Everybody have their money. Let them spend their money how they want to spend it. Carry on, I say. If you can afford it, buy it. If you can't, wait until you can afford what the you know the others. Don't knock it. Smart business move. In sports news, out of the Caribbean, World on the Twenty Chance. Tina Clayton strikes gold in national junior record. Talented Jamaican young sprinter Tina Clayton broke her national junior record to easily win the women's one hundred meter final at the World under 20 championships in cali colombia on wednesday night the 17 year old destroyed the opposition to retain her title in an impressive 10.9 nine, what is it 10.95 seconds which also represents a championship record yep The 10.95 surpassed the previous national under-20 record she set on June 24 at the Jamaican Trials when beating the 10.97 record that was set by Brianna Williams in 2021. It was a 1-2 finish for Jamaica as Serena Williams secured the silver medal in 11.14 seconds. Question, at what age can they compete in the Olympics? oh judges sentencing uh, griner right now i'm sorry warren, I do apologize i just saw something in the chat uh javette posted the judges sentencing griner what right now what station um javette yes uh warren i'm sorry go ahead you said as long as they qualify yes do you believe she's ready for the olympics
7: yes she can she can run in the olympics
2: i believe if she so, qualified
9: too. yeah she makes the team yeah yeah, but yo, sorry. Quick question. I thought you had to be like uh, a minute. Do me
2: a favor. I'm live on air, so I will have to ask you to turn that down because it's providing feedback for me. I oh, sorry about saying. that. Okay, go right ahead, Noville. Uh Javette, Javette, what what station? What station? let me let me see if I can jump over here. Go ahead with what you were saying, Nouville. Um Trying to find this
9: update here. Yeah, sorry about that moment. I yeah. apologize.
2: Yeah.
9: um Yeah, no, I was, I was simply stating that um, I guess it's more of a question. I thought you had to be like a minimum agent in order for you to compete in the Olympics. I thought it was like 16.
2: You know, Ooh, Brian found guilty. Ah, uh, live updates. Okay. Uh, A Russian court found the WNBA star guilty of drug smuggling. Okay, hold on. Let me jump on to the other um, device here to see if I can get the... Hold on one second. Bear with me, folks. I do apologize. I'm trying to get the live um, feed here. Uh, I apologize again. Let's see live updates where is it it said live it said live it said live okay can we get it live 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 okay play and here we go okay
10: they don't get paid anywhere near what the men get paid in the u.s and that's just what they do Oh, exactly, Dana. Uh, Brittney Griner's salary, the top salary in the WNBA, is about two hundred thirty, two hundred forty thousand dollars. With bonuses, you can get it up another couple hundred thousand. The top salary in the NBA is over forty million dollars. So mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands for the women. And uh, $40 million, uh, is obviously the, the high range for the NBA, for the men. So, yes, they go overseas. They play. It's not just Russia. It's China. It's Spain. It's Italy. It's Turkey. And this is where they can supplement their salaries. And that's what Brittany Griner was doing. Obviously, she was flying into Russia at an incredibly fraught time a week before Putin unleashed his horrors on Ukraine. Nonetheless, she did that. And here she is. And I think... You're right. Uh, to kind of set the this the scene again, Dana, to remind everyone, Brittany Griner is six foot nine. There she sits, six foot nine, in that cage. She's a two-time Olympic gold medalist. She has represented the nation beautifully, winning two gold medals with the U.S. women's basketball team. The, the most uh, dominant team in all of sports internationally, worldwide, U.S. women's basketball. She's one of the stars, and she has won two gold medals for the United States, as well as also playing overseas for the U.S., representing the country in other ways. Uh, Multiple time at WNBA All-Star, an NCAA champion at Baylor, on and on it goes. One of our true sports heroes. And -hmm. it's really hard to look at this and see that person in that cage. So well said, seven-time All-Star uh, you can fact-check me uh, on that, Christine, but seven-time All-Star is what we have. It's pretty amazing, in addition to, as you said, two-time Olympic gold medalist. Uh, stand by, everybody. Again, we are waiting for uh, the sentencing in this trial. More breaking news into CNN, though. Charges in the case of Brianna Taylor. We're going to bring that to you next. This morning, they were informed... Wow. Well, um...
2: So, yeah, she's been found guilty. Um, American WNBA star Brittany Griner was convicted in a Russian court, as we're hearing, of smuggling drugs with criminal intent. Amid concerns, she's being used as a political pawn in Russia's war against Ukraine. Griner could face up to 10 years in jail for the charge, and prosecutors asked for 9.5 years in closing arguments. Prior to the verdict, Griner apologized to the court and asked for leniency and in an emotional speech, she said, I never meant to hurt anybody. I never meant to put anyone in jeopardy. Ah, oh, I never meant to put in jeopardy the Russian population. I never meant to break any laws here. I made an honest mistake, and I hope that in your ruling, it doesn't end my life here. I know everybody keeps talking about political pawns and politics, but I hope that this is far from this courtroom I want to say again that I had no intent on breaking the Russian laws. I did not conspire or plan to commit this crime. The verdict comes six months after the 31-year-old was arrested at a Moscow airport and accused by Russian prosecutors of trying to smuggle less than one gram of cannabis oil in her luggage. So we're um, waiting for more details. Oh, uh, hold on. They, they did say something about the Breonna Taylor case, too, that was coming up. Not sure if they have that one ready. But this is so unfortunate. Uh, um, it is unfortunate. This is just a lesson to us, folks, that we have to be careful. We cannot be in so much of a rush when packing. We have to understand the laws of the countries that we're traveling to. We really have to exercise caution. Uh, Right now, we're just waiting. We're just waiting to see what's going to come out of it, meaning what will be handed down to her. Argentina's new economic minister promises to stop printing money, and, yeah, that's in an effort to ease inflation. So that's what they're going to do. Argentina's new economy minister... Sergio Massa pledged Wednesday night to stop printing money that helps fuel runaway inflation, outlining his strategy to turn around the country's deepening crisis. Massa rolled out his economic roadmap after being sworn in by President Alberto Fernandez as the third such minister in a month. Massa's measures also focused on boosting exports, reducing the country's fiscal deficit, and increasing the central bank's dwindling reserves. Massa inherits the enormous challenge of taming inflation that's now over 60% and expected to reach 90% by the end of the year. Rescuers in Mexico battled to free 10 trapped coal miners. Three were found alive, authorities have said. Military personnel and rescue dogs were deployed to the scene of the incident in the state of Coahuila. I I know I messed that up, but I'm not worrying about that. My mind is totally so on the Russian situation. President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador said on Wednesday, Obrador had said nine miners were missing, but the security ministry said later that three had been rescued and taken to hospital while 10 were still believed to be inside. He did say that the work will not stop until they are found. The Mexican government guarantees all the necessary resources to carry out the search and rescue operations. And our final story out of Latin America, Peruvian Prime Minister resigns amid investigations into President Castillo. Peru's Prime Minister, Anibal Torres, has resigned amid a widening criminal investigation focused on the nation's president, President Pedro Castillo, who has grown increasingly isolated after one year in office. Torres, a lawyer and one of Castillo's most loyal allies, said in a letter shared on social media on Wednesday that he was resigning due to personal reasons seems as though a lot of world leaders are resigning um not sure what's going on there's a lot of confusion up and upheaval all over the world it is time for us to take another quick break when we return it is believe it or not news plus entertainment news still to come here is some more music courtesy of barrington leaving my time
8: wants me around, she's got got something to hide, I think she wants a cloud. Not my foolish bride She ate the sight Of me Because I turned her off or down She always saying We were meant to be Somehow she thought I'd be her clown But this is why I said I'm too experienced to be Taking for a stroll, too experienced for someone to rock and roll. I'm too experienced to be taking for a ride, and I know it's not my foolish pride.
0: On the floor. She came back wanting for more, for more.
4: Now I don't know what it is that I've got.
2: all of our listeners logged on to the quality music zone qmzradio.com, radio.com jano radio.com and everyone here with me on clubhouse where the conversation happens Moments with me. You're listening to Coffee in Toe World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. It's Retro Thursday, hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday. We're playing music from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s roots rock and reggae style. Coming up, we have Believe It or Not News. Stay tuned. To all my listeners in Jamaica, and for everyone listening who has relatives or friends in Jamaica who could benefit from this, encourage them or I encourage you to jump on Instagram and follow Jano Radio, J A H K N O Radio. Yeah, give them a follow and enter for a chance to win a $5,000 Jamaican $5,000 gift certificate redeemable at Bontana Pharmacy. All you got to do is follow us on Instagram. Yeah, and tag a friend in your post and use the hashtag Jano or Jano Radio. The contest period ends Monday, August 8th at 11 59 p.m. Winner will be notified on the post Instagram story and will receive a DM confirming that they have won. And that announcement will happen on Tuesday, August 9th, 7 p.m. No purchases necessary, folks no purchase necessary all right but you must be a resident of jamaica to enter so let's spread the word pass the information on or keep it for yourself if you know you can benefit and for music while you work or play to help get you through your day or go on to www.qmzradio.com, the Quality Music Zone. And now it's time for stories, uh, well, our Believe It or Not stories. A New Jersey mother convicted of murdering her toddler, allegedly, because he was an obstacle to her cheating. You know what? Last Thursday, 44-year-old Heather Reynolds was found guilty of murdering her 17-month-old toddler, Axel. On May 10, 2018, Reynolds reportedly suffocated the baby boy by covering his mouth and nose with a cleaning wipe. She then ran from her home while screaming with Axel in her arms. She yelled out to neighbors for help, People reports. The child was pronounced deceased at a short time later. A statement from the Gloucester or the Gloucester Township police reads. After a review of text messages from Reynolds' phone, authorities came to the belief that Reynolds murdered her son because he became a burden for her extramarital affair. At the time of the murder, Reynolds was married to her husband who worked out of town often. A review of the text a review of the text messages between the defendant and and her boyfriend from the previous night revealed that the defendant was becoming frustrated by the boyfriend's apparent lack of interest. In addition, witnesses said Reynolds at one point told them that her toddler son was an obstacle to her relationship with her boyfriend. She was arrested on June 13, 2019. On Thursday, found guilty of murder possession of methamphetamine and endangering the welfare of a child according to prosecutors in camden county she will be sentenced in october for smothering axel what on earth that's that frackle knackle according to javette because you want to cheat or have that affair you kill your child because the man is not paying you enough attention That means if the man ain't interested, he's not interested. There's nothing you can do, woman, to get this man to be interested in, in you and now or show you more attention. Because clearly he's not fully invested, but you are trying to get him to be. You have a whole husband who is out there working to look after you and the child, and this is what you do. If you're not happy in the relationship, leave. Leave. Lock you up for life. A man has been charged with attempted murder after shooting a McDonald's employee who gave his mom cold fries. This is why we need gun control. This is why we, everybody don't need, need to have a gun. A man has been charged with attempted murder. Yeah, according to authorities, after the shooting on Monday night in bed Michael Morgan, who is 20, was arrested and charged late Tuesday with attempted murder and criminal possession of a weapon. Morgan's girlfriend, 18-year-old Camelia Dunlap, was charged with two counts of criminal possession of a weapon. Her precise involvement in the shooting was unknown at the time. At around 7 p.m. on Monday, the victim, who is 23 years old, was working at the fast food restaurant at 1531 Fulton Street in bedford Stuyvesant when Morgan's mother allegedly started verbally attacking him over her french fries. Police claimed that the woman was FaceTiming her son during the altercation which caused him to barge into the restaurant and fight the employee. The mom complained that her fries were cold the police source said the mom was on FaceTime with her son and he heard the dispute between her and the clerk. The son and the clerk got into a dispute and it went outside. At that point Morgan pulled out a gun and shot the employee. According to the police The man was still in critical condition Wednesday morning at the Brookdale University Hospital Medical Center. Lisa Fulmore, who is 40, the mother of Morgan, revealed exclusively to the Post on Tuesday that she had spoken to her son with the police. My son is just saying that he gotta do what he gotta do and the victim came after him. Whatever happened, happened. According to police, the victim had no prior offenses and there is no evidence that he had a weapon At the time of his shooting. I hope this victim pulls through. I really hope the victim makes it. But I'm not arguing with nobody over no fries. I'm sorry. McDonald's don't pay me enough for that. To the point where I'm going to end up outside. I'm not going through that. No, I'm not doing it.
5: Real talk. Mm -mm.
2: Not doing it. Not doing it. Sorry. You said this
5: is in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Do or die. Bed-Stuy.
2: Damn, Javette!
5: (laughs) That's, that's, that. Is what it's. That's the same. Do or die, best
1: die.
2: Wow! Who made a rap song with that city? That that city in it. Um, Little Kim. Little Kim did. Yeah, she sure did. Yeah. Put your lighters up. Yep, right in that song. Yeah. Wow. Do or die. Houston Uber driver charged with murder. After killing a pastor in a road rage incident. Lord have mercy. Here we go. Houston, I'm I'm tired. I'm tired. Houston authorities have charged a man with murder after an apparent road rage incident that resulted in the death of a pastor. On June 24, Pastor Ronald Mouton Sr. of East Bethel Missionary Baptist Church was shot and killed after witnesses said they saw him arguing with another motorist. According to online records from the Harris County District Clerk's office, 23-year-old Uber driver Deshaun Longmire has been taken into custody and charged with murder. He is currently held at the county jail on a bond of $500,000. Following an arrest report acquired, witnesses reported seeing Longmire and Mouton arguing at a spotlight. Neither of the drivers got out of their cars. It appears that Longmire was driving a black Honda sedan car with a peeled window tint when he was involved in the accident with Mouton, who was driving a white BMW. Uber says Longmire did not have a passenger in the vehicle at the time of the incident. Witnesses told police that Longmire allegedly shot Mouton out of his driver's window while holding a pistol. Mouton reportedly crashed his car and died at the scene longmire then fled the scene according to the arrest report which khoutv also obtained uber records indicate that longmire was present when mouton was shot online records do not list a lawyer authorized to speak on behalf of longmire who has not yet filed a plea is it worth if somebody bad drive you keep driving Keep driving.
11: Yeah, you should have turned the other cheek in
7: this case. It's not <laughs> <worth it.
2: laughs> oh my gosh, I shouldn't be laughing. This man is dead. But literally, war. you're absolutely right. Some things we have to know how to let go. Did this man cause you to get into an accident? No. Did this man cause you to hit somebody else's car? No. Did this man hit you? No. Keep it moving. It's not worth it in this day and age where everybody is trigger happy and we don't know who has a weapon in their vehicle and who does not assume that everybody is crazy.
5: And in Texas, assume that everybody has a weapon because it's legal.
2: That part. Assume, don't take for granted that it's, if somebody bads drive you, it's okay to fan them off, curse at them, because you don't know if they're going to slow down, wait for you to pull up alongside them. You don't know if they're going to go around. You just don't know what's going to happen. And we have seen on the news too many times where people are just pulling out guns. They don't care.
7: Yeah, and and the thing about this particular case, you know what I mean? If you're a moral person preaching a certain doctrine, it's... It's it's not a good look for you to die within a circumstance like that, oh arguing with somebody. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah.
2: Exactly. You're absolutely right. Woo! So the verdict is in. The Okay, let me go to the story here. Another update. WNBA star Brittany Griner has been sentenced by a Russian court to nine years of jail time with a fine of 1 million rubles, roughly $16,400, Judge Anna Sotnikova of the Kimki City Court has said. The court said it took into account her partial admission of guilt, remorse for the deed, state of health, and charitable activities. Griner was found guilty of drug smuggling, a crime the judge said she committed deliberately. Greiner was arrested with less than one gram of cannabis oil. Yep. So, um,
6: the prosecutors they say we're asking for nine and a half years.
2: Yeah. And the judge. And that's what done. she got. No, nine. The judge handed out nine years. And she. So, da- and I, I'm taking it war that that's lenient <laughs> because the court took into account her partial admission of guilt, which she should never have done, remorse for the deed, state of health, and charitable activities. Then, supposed to have all those things.
4: Yeah, but I'm saying.
7: You shouldn't account for something? her uh, partial admission, though she did have it.
2: You know no, what I'm saying? No, no. no, 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 no. Good morning, no, no, no. morning Apple Stranger. How you been? <laughs> hey, Afo, where you been? Hey, doing?
11: everybody. Uh, Congratulations,
2: Apple. That's all I'm gonna say. You can tell your business, not me.
11: <laughs> oh uh, yeah, Um Yeah. I finished trucking school. Got my CDO. Got my tanker's endorsement. <laughs> Good job, Pick up uh, Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. So I've been away for a little while, you know.
2: That's what um, you call focused, folks. Focused.
11: <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. Yeah. So again, thank you, everyone.
2: Proud of you. Happy yeah. for you.
11: Thank you. You're really determined,
2: and I must say, you are determined. Yeah. I yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Thank
11: you. Thank you.
2: You're welcome. You are so welcome yeah didn't see you around for a while and then um i know you had said something to marlon through back channel um and then i saw your instagram post and i was like yes yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
11: it took me one week
2: i see that
11: I yeah see one that. week i was like what i was like that's that was a big accomplishment because i did it all in one week you know, even my wife was a uh, surprise. It was like one week. I thought it was like going to be three weeks. My train was like three weeks, and I was like, "Hey, I don't know what was going on." But I, I arrived there on the fifth, like three, three thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. As soon as I put my head on the pillow, I had to get back up, go to class. Mm-hmm. I, uh, for the, uh, two days, I've been like sleeping
2: in class. <laughs> <laughs>
11: Because they put us on the Greyhound bus. I spent like two and, yeah. and a half days on the Greyhound bus. And all sorts where, of stuff. where
2: did you go? Which city did you have to go to?
11: Uh, Cedar Rapids, um, okay. Iowa. Iowa,
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah,
11: so I was even out there in the rain, uh, like some early mornings. Uh, couldn't see nothing out my mirrors driving on the highway and stuff like that. Yeah. But I did it. I, I got it. I'm proud of
2: you. I'm proud of you. So, but you know what, Afo, let me tell you this. True Jamaican, you, you know, there's something wrong with us Jamaicans and Caribbean folks and people of African descent. I'm going to tell you what the, our issue is. Anyhow, your name, pass it, Afo, you don't get totally liquid a rock store. Because <laughs> <Georgia>. <laughs> you sit down in a truck every day and you help your wife. You don't have no choice but to pass. Uh, Of course, of course, you know what I mean?
11: And you're so right. (laughs) It's (laughs) alright. So So it it, it was a a determination to make sure, hey, I pass, make sure I get this because I know it's not just going to help me but help my wife and my family back home. So it was a a determination, you know what I mean? So I just kept Um, focused, had no complaints, and make sure I got it. It was frustrating because, trust me, it was a lot. They were trying to dump in our brains for just one week. Because mm-hmm. I started testing like less than a week. And my first time I did my my pre-trips inspec- um, inspections and my backing manoeuvres, all three backing manoeuvres, my straight back, my parallel, my offset. I passed those in one time.
2: Wow. Uh, first time my you? test.
11: So uh, but my driving, I kinda messed up on my driving test the first time, which was a Friday, and then I had to took it back a second time which was on a Saturday and I just passed so, right. and then the Monday they sent me into orientation and yep, to start with a company and all that stuff, but yeah, I left, I wasn't going to stay, stay any longer I left, so now I'm here starting my stuff with my wife to start working with her instead of that company.
2: It makes sense so you're going to yeah. do teams, right?
11: Yep, we're yep. going to doing teams. That's so I more money? And, yes. Yep, got my tanker endorsement no.
2: Folks, Apple will be sending colors. me a check.
11: For <laughs> real. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm happy. So, I'm just happy. I'm happy. Just happy.
11: Uh, thank you. Appreciate it.
2: Truly happy. We missed you, but it was for a good reason. It was me. for a good reason, and that is priority, and I, sure, you sure. know, I I am really happy. Let it be an example, folks, to anyone who has set a goal. It takes discipline. It takes determination, and as Afo just said it was not easy but without challenges how can you truly appreciate what it is that you set out to accomplish right and challenges are not made to deter us folks they're made to shape us and make us better people all right so
11: true because i I literally was breaking no i almost cried probably did just a little bit for when i was doing my straight back because i couldn't get my straight back and it was really, really getting to me. I couldn't get my straight back. The, the, easiest of all, the easiest of all maneuvers, I couldn't get it for some reason. I got, I got my driving. Yeah. I got my the the parallel and the offset. I, I got those. But yeah. once it was time to do that straight back, it's for some reason I couldn't get my straight back. And I was getting. It's like I was like, yo, I'm. You mean to tell me i have been on the truck for like so long? and can't get this. What's going on? <laughs> so it, it was really getting to me. I was. At one point, my trainer was like, calm down, calm yes. down, it's okay, don't cry, it's all right. And I was like, you know what, I have to get this, I have to get this. And so it, it happened to the point where I finally got it. I finally got it. I was so good that my trainers was like, hey, look, I'm not going to have you do no more straight backs. I can see that you, it seems like you're a pro at this already. So I'm going to have you do the other maneuvers. Yeah. So, and it was test time. I finished that in, you get, you get 30 minutes and I finished that in like 15 minutes or something like that. Okay. Yep. So you were like, hey, good job. You did it. I know you could do it. Um, I know you was gonna pass because I have, at one point he gave me like a mock test and I did some other maneuvers plus the other, some other set of maneuvers. And he was like, Hey, you, that was a mock test. You passed with flying colors, if it was the real thing. Um, like I said, you did some extra maneuvers and still had more time, a lot more time left to finish the other stuff that I gave you. So, good job. So, I was like, man, yo, that felt good.
2: Yeah, I know you're happy. And I'll tell you something, as you talk about that, I remember Marlon's journey to get his CDL. I can let him tell you about that one day. It was not easy. It was not easy. And the th- no, it wasn't. Yeah, and the thing that you mentioned, sometimes what's the easiest thing is the thing that causes us the most trouble and that's what happened with him something that was a no-brainer for him when it came to the test that that was like what the heck is going on and that's life sometimes right but um after justine jones thank you javette for sending this one over i appreciate ya after justine jones was named town manager the entire kenley north carolina police force Resigned. Some residents say the move was racially motivated because they don't want to be led by anybody black. Less than a week after the entire police department in Kenley, North Carolina announced its res- resignation, citing a quote unquote toxic and hostile work environment, elected officials from the town of about 2,000 residents have gone silent on a plan for law enforcement moving forward. The July 20 mass resignation of the department's police chief 4 full time officers, and two town clerks who are all white came less than two months after the town hired a new town manager who is black, leaving many critics to question whether race was at the core of the department's sudden collapse. Justine Jones, who has worked for 16 years in local governments in Minnesota, Virginia, South Carolina and North Carolina, was selected to be town manager after a nationwide search of 30 candidates, according to a town press release. She began the job on June 2nd. Kenley is 36% black, 20% Hispanic, and 36% non-Hispanic white. Police Chief Josh Gibson, in a resignation letter directed toward Jones, said he had been pleased with the progress his department had made in the past three years, but the hostile work environment that Jones produced made it impossible for progress to continue. Gibson, a 21-year police veteran, has not expanded on the alleged details, I'm waiting, citing legal concerns, but added that he would consider returning to work if Jones were fired. He reiterated these sentiments on his personal social media page. I have put in my two weeks' notice along with the whole police department. Gibson wrote that on Facebook last Wednesday. The new manager, he said, has created an environment I do not feel we can perform our duties and services to the community. In the other resignation letters obtained by WRAL, the two town clerks and other officers cited toxile and hostile and stressful work conditions. None of the department employees expanded on the alleged working conditions. In Jones' new position, the roles and past responsibilities are wide-ranging, including overseeing the day-to-day operations of the local government. A town manager often manages internal affairs and plans the city budget, which includes the policing budget for approval by a city council. A town manager and mayor have similar duties, but a mayor is elected whereas a town manager is appointed. Gibson cited staffing shortages as one challenge that ultimately led to his resignation. The police department should have eight full-time officers but had been operating with only five for the past few months. There are also three part-time officers, but critics believe the issues go beyond personnel challenges. Good, clean them out because the the, the city is 56% minority and 36 percent white i mean when you consider that it's 36 percent black 20 percent hispanic that's 50 percent. so they outnumber them anyway so good bye-bye see you don't let the door hit you where the good lord split you uh hire some new folks hire some hispanic folks hire some black folks and you know yeah revamp i look at it as an opportunity javette for them to You know, get the right people in there because clearly these were the wrong people.
5: That's what I said. The whole story just seems so suspect. It's just really so suspect. It makes no sense to me at all. (laughs) But whatever.
2: Whatever. I'll take it. If I move, if I go in knowing that I am fully equipped and I have a plan of action that's executable and that is going to... You know, make sure things run smoothly and everything is on point and Blase, blase. If you want to leave, leave. You are replaceable. Don't for one minute think that this is Beyonce singing here. Uh-uh. Bye-bye. To the left. Pack your box. Keep it moving. On to who really has the town's interest at heart. And I'm done. Good morning, and and they'll say good morning lovely people yeah
4: good morning, good morning good morning
2: go ahead Marlon good morning go ahead and Marlon sorry
11: good morning I just want to say congrats to yay, yay! give thanks <laughs> Afro lot you know oh, that go on. <laughs> the journey only get it's going to get rougher before you get easier so the hard part is coming now man it's hitting the road so you got to be very careful out there bro oh yes oh yes um we got stupid drivers out there um looking for a paycheck so you gotta be f- if you're tired please stop okay we make a lot of mistakes when we're tired so do true. nothing when you're tired please but congrats man give thanks give thanks you know um i think i'm starting next week next week on my wife company yeah so she's gonna be my trainer and i'm starting <laughs> next week
2: Hey, Um, I would love to be a fly on that wall for her training you.
11: (laughs) But yeah, for real man, those are some of the things that um, you know. should tell me, like, hey, if you feel tired, stop, don't continue, you know, because you're not only having um, your life in your own hand, but and my life, but you have other drivers' life in you know in your hand as well while on the road. So if you feel tired, stop, keep a distance. Keep a distance. Don't be all up you know, in the mix, you know. Keep a distance. Give your, yourself room to maneuver in case there's anything, um, you know. So, so uh, trust me. I've been practiced. Should, should make sure I practice that in the car so that when I get in the truck, it's gonna be second nature. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. That the the, the cause it's like, hey, you mess up in the car, the mess up your, your CDL, Yeah. You know what I mean? So she's like, you work so hard for this, so just look out not for your, not only for yourself but for others. Yeah. Because that's how you're supposed to drive. You look out for others. You know what I mean? So trust me, she she give him the been give him the pointers and everything. Let me ask and you I'm something. Going to make Apple. Sure.
2: Yep,
11: um her
2: dispatcher is a good dis <laughs> she has a good dispatcher. Because some dispatchers can be crazy. <sighs>
11: Oh, no, trust me, okay. in the river, they don't do that um, forced dispatch, okay. you good. know, and good. stuff like that. Good. They just give you a load, they give you the amount of days that they need to get there. If it's that it's a close date, I can't get there, you let them, hey, this is too close, this is not possible, and they okay. say, okay, good. I'll do whatever, and then say, all right, add an extra day and stuff like that. So, yeah, the, uh, her company, their dispatch is it, very good.
2: Okay, good, yeah. that's important. Because a dispatcher can make the difference between you're enjoying what you're doing or being frustrated with what you're doing. And to Marlon's point, you don't want to work with a dispatcher who is going to have you experiencing fatigue out there at all.
1: True, true, Pull true. the
2: heck over. The load will still be there, but I need to make sure I preserve my life and the lives of others on the road. Good
11: question, also. Who she yep. works for now? Uh, Indian River Transport. Oh, That's Tampa out of Cole. Florida, right? Yep, yep. Yeah okay all right sir all right man enjoy man have fun out there bro thank you i will <laughs> keep trucking <laughs> which is right which is right <laughs> that vacation is needed in jamaica so yeah yeah we're gonna be rolling louisian turning in earning
2: yep that's right you already know <laughs> <laughs> you already know yep so we're gonna take Another quick break. And when we get back, entertainment news. Here's Dennis Brown with Get Myself Together.
0: I've got to get myself together. The sun comes to shining, and my sisters are all smiling. No Yeah. My head is anointed and my cup runneth over. Yeah. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow I all the days of my life.
2: our listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, Janoradio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me. You're listening to Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. Where I read the news and we share our views. It's Retro Thursday, hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday. We play music from the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands. And today we're doing it in roots, rock, reggae style.
0: Remember
2: the Listening to the, day, night, the night, mighty night, diamonds. I'm sure a lot of you haven't heard this version.
1: Boy, <laughs>
2: And I'm going to let it ride in the background. Entertainment news, Wendy Williams doubles down on her marriage claims, saying, I'm married. I don't care who knows it. During their phone conversation Tuesday afternoon, Wendy spilled the tea and gave Lee several updates on her life, from finances to family, and even revealed that her new man's name is Henry an NYPD officer. Wendy informed Lee that she no longer has access to her Amex account, but her close friend of 14 years, Will Selby, is helping maintain it. She also told him that she's trying to stay in good spirits, but has asked her team to keep her family away from her, except for her son, Kevin Hunter Jr., In response to the rumors that Wendy is married, Will Selby, who also serves as her representative, told Page Six that's inaccurate. She's excited about a new relationship and probably got carried away in conversation. But early Wednesday morning, Wendy maintained that she is married and doesn't know why her rep is not on the same page with her, but offered a possible explanation. Here it is. Everybody seems to have a problem with that. I'm married. I'm married and I don't care who knows it. Will sees no point in me getting married, but you know what? Screw it. Well, 14 years I've known him, I've always said screw him in a good way. I didn't know what a podcast was. He put me onto the podcast. Leah responded, well, if you're comfortable with him, then cool. But he needs to watch his mouth and keep my name out of his mouth with his BS. From there, Wendy confirmed that Will is her rep, but then Lee offered some advice, saying, Well, somehow he needs to get on the same page with you, because clearly you talked to me, and I said what I said. (laughs) Wendy's ex husband, Kevin Hunter, has not yet commented on the news, but recently defended her and said she deserved a more significant celebration for her talk show finale. Okay, what's going on with Wendy? I don't know. I I really don't know. Um, are we, are we, um, wandering? are we taking a stroll down Looney Tune Avenue? I don't know what's going on. And unfortunately for her, this entire thing is playing out in public. I think she just needs to move away from the public eye, take six months, take a year, go somewhere and just shut it all out. Don't text anything. Don't say anything, nothing. Get yourself together because something is a little off, right? Um, focus on your health, Wendy. Focus on your health.
1: Alright,
9: uh, You know me hear somebody say, morning, everybody. Morning. Love and respect.
2: Good morning. You know me hear,
9: somebody, hear somebody say something, say, boy, well, I should chat people business too much, so.
7: I go <laughs> fair, fair business out in the open. That's why I should crazy, ah. a.k.a. them, OB, them OBR. <laughs> <laughs>
2: gosh how can I leave you all how can I really leave you all but I have to I'm so sorry gotta say thank you to all our listeners who tuned in on future FM 98.9 up there in the Bronx Westchester and Mount Vernon and of course a huge thank you to the listeners who log on to qmzradio.com and janoradio.com and most definitely a huge thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens You were tuned in to Coffee Intel World News on the Go. I look forward to seeing you all here tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. When we get to... Go through some more news articles from around the world and get to share our opinions and perspectives and views and, of course, engage in the great conversation. Here's what's coming up later on today on Jano Radio. Blitz Thursday with DJ Matic. That happens at 2 p.m. Eastern. Then it's Takeover Thursday with DJ Indu at 4 p.m. DJ Reds presents Musical Chairs at 9 p.m. Eastern. So go ahead and download that Jano Radio app. A-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. And remember, for music while you work or play to help you get through your day, log on to QMZRadio.com. Enjoy the rest of your day, folks. Whatever you do, wherever you go, please be safe.
1: If you ever
0: leave me, if you should deserve me,
2: not deserting you just gotta leave you it is that time qmz and jano radio.com thank you so much for tuning in i'm signing out